Fantasy Tragics with your hosts Mike, Aaron and Big Max. That's right, this is the Fantasy Tragics podcast and uh, you can tell that I've just woken up because I'm already stumbling over my words. We've got week one under our belt. Uh, I'm Mike, still coming uh, to you from the States, bleary-eyed, now in New York, uh, but the boys are joining me still from from Auckland. Max, Aaron, week one is under the belt. Are you still alive? Because it was a rough one to begin with. Alive, yes. Any fingernails left? No. I'm still just sitting here wondering what the hell just happened. It was just, like, I get it's week one and, you know, you kind of, you don't really know what's going to happen, but, man, some stuff happened that I just didn't think was going to happen. It's a real head scratcher as far as a, a week one goes, right? It, I, I think for me, looking through a, a few of the group chats that I'm in, no one's happy. <laughs> like, Dude, the scores, the scores were so low. Yeah. Like total team scores were awful. Like even if you won, you were like, man, I hope I don't play someone better next week. And even if you won, there's a good chance that the guys who got you there won't be there next week. Yes. And speaking as, a, as an Aaron Jones owner, I'm already on massive tilt, wondering what's going to happen when the injury reports come out tomorrow. Yeah, well, talking about injuries, the the season really, I mean, it got off to a rough start for, for a lot of people. There was some very, very high draft picks that were ruled out early on. Uh, none other than Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, talk about a player that was going into the draft highly discussed, right? Is it, should he be a first-round draft pick? Should he not? Uh, and I think in pretty much every draft that I did, he was. Just off the top of my head, I can't think of one that he wasn't. And then ruled out in, in game one. Um, the trend continue. Uh, Cup has now been put on IR. Mark Andrews missed the first game. So, yeah, there would have been a little bit of juggling going on from, from the fantasy owners even before the first whistle happened. Uh, did you guys have any any problems with that? Uh, yeah, I obviously drafted Cooper Cup in one league and had to scramble to replace him, which led to me putting uh, old David Yuck Montgomery into my flex. To his credit, he did score me 13.4 points, which in my team was, was pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty stellar. You know? I was going to say, you should wash your mouth out with soap, mate. You should not be calling Montgomery yuck, scoring you that many points. Hey, hey, let's see him do it in, in week two. All right. This is my problem with Montgomery. Next week, he'll get minus 2.3. So let's, you know, if, if he backs it up next week, 100%, I will apologize. And yeah, trade him away. <laughs> oh, I've got yeah. some other people I could trade away. Don't worry about that. <laughs> And what about you, Max? Did you have any um, any major injury cover needed heading into was, the games? No, I was untouched by injury. And I I ended up, not that it didn't hurt me, because I got a bit cute. Um, Mark Andrews was announced that he wasn't playing, so I rushed out and got his replacement off the waiver wire. Isaiah Likely, thank you for that 1.4 points. <laughs> Enjoy your trip back to the waiver wire. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, we'll we'll get into the the major games um, pretty soon and the movers and shakers from week one. The other news heading into I guess uh, week one was Burrow takes it to the bank and becomes the highest ever paid player in the NFL. How do we feel about that? Obviously, you guys will be pretty high seeing you drafted him in the uh, fantasy tragics team and you saw that coming. You know, congratulations to you guys. Back up with a massive three point seven points, almost a hundred million dollars a point. Yeah, I mean that's a great return. Money well spent. 
look well you mentioned it in in the group chat it looked like these guys hadn't played for six months and and joe burrow was a prime example of that the the dude hasn't done any preseason like you know he's coming off off injury he doesn't have a great record against the the browns anyway yeah you, he really didn't need that performance after signing that contract right i love the stat about burrow who's lost uh, well, heading into the game, he was 1-3 against the Browns, but against the Chiefs, he's 3-1. and one. It's just like, <laughs> it's, who would have thought, like, you know, that's that's the situation. But um, looking looking at the game, yeah, Burrow, just no, they couldn't stop the rush, right? He, they got to the quarterback so many times. Did you see after the game where Jamar Chase came out and said, it's frustrating, I called they ass elves, and we just lost to some elves. <laughs> Really? That's a good line. Is now the time to be trash-talking still? We just lost to some elves. We just lost to some elves. So I'm pissed on my part. I'm pissed on that end. Is, uh, wow. This was my whole quote. But Wow. What would have been worse for him, though, if he, if he walked it back and said in the press conference, I'm really sorry, I don't think you're elves anymore? Like, once you've called someone an elf, they're an elf. I probably yeah. just wouldn't have brought it up, you know, <laughs> the hope that everyone forgot. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use that sometime during the fantasy season when I'm going up against someone. I'm gonna go, hey, you're an elf. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> smash you away, and then, <laughs> and they'd be real angry when that doesn't happen. Um, just going back to the Burroughs getting paid thing. The thing that interests me about the NFL and how they work is that you almost get paid before you achieve anything. And I'm not taking anything away from Burrow. He's obviously gone to a Super Bowl but lost one. It's just it just sort of boggles my mind how they how they work there. Well, it's the way the the rookie contracts are set up, right? You get drafted and you get four years, so you've got four years to prove yourself, and then you're expecting the pay packet or you walk. And mm. if you've invested a first round draft pick in a quarterback, you're not getting another one of those for a long time unless you're terrible. I don't know. The Browns seem to get one every year. I said unless you're terrible. Yeah, it's just um I, I always hope that these guys do, you know, achieve the money that these franchises are paying to them. To Max's point though, I wonder if it's kind of like um you know when you get if you get paid monthly and you get paid for like for two weeks of that pay is for work you've already done and then the other two weeks is for work you're going to do. And like to the rookie contract point, it's like, well, we gotta pay you for some of the stuff you did do. And now we're going to pay for the stuff we think you're going to do and, and hope that you're going to do. Particularly because the rookie contracts aren't, I mean, they're lucrative for chumps like us, but they're not that lucrative on an NFL scale. So you're kind of, you're paying them retroactively for being good as a rookie and you're sort of paying them on the understanding that there's a chance you're not going to pay them again. You know, mm. if you're if you're not good in four years time, then we're not going to be paid. You know, it's, it's sort of, yeah, like Aaron said, you're almost paying both directions around the date at which you sign the contract. I do enjoy the fact that this came from a, a that this question was raised by a, a person oh, who paid that, pay, <laughs> that decided that paying Kirk Cousins ninety million dollars guaranteed was a good idea. But anyway, I'm not on the board of the Vikings. You do realize that, right? You know, yeah, I'm just, yeah, a, know. just a fan yeah. in the stand. You know, yeah, so. you're still a fan <laughs> after today. <laughs> Ah, it was a bit disappointing to to finish like that, I have to say. But let's uh, let's get cracking into into the games. I don't think we need to cover off all of them. Obviously, we'll we'll 
stick to the uh, the major movers and shakers in regards to the fancy players. But yeah, let's let's just start with the Chiefs versus the Lions on the the Thursday night game. There were some big fantasy heavyweights playing, or was there? What what are the Chiefs without Kelsey fantasy wise? They're they're one guy and his friends. They're yeah. one startable player. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what it's shown. I don't want any of their backfield at all. I, I'm even less excited about those Chiefs wide receivers today than I was on Thursday. It's, watching them play made them way worse. But that's not a new thing, though, right? Like, we've talked about it earlier. Like, apart from Mahomes and apart from Kelsey, you don't... You know, like you're not looking at other at other Chiefs players. You know, oh, you look probably looking at Butker if you know if you're going for a kicker, and you and you roll the dice on a running back, but it never works. You know, apart from when they had Kareem Hunt, sure, but aside from that, like Edwards Hilaire was up and down. Pacheco, what did he get six points? Yeah, it's it's those two or, or nothing. But it's also you know probably not as bad, but. But it's almost like the Bills putting big cap- capital into into Bills players. I think part of the difference this year, though, is because every year the Chiefs, every year since Tyreek Hill left, every year everyone looks at the Chiefs wide receivers room and says, who's going to be the guy? Who's going to be I mean, this year's Juju? You know, who's fantasy relevant, gets enough targets, all that stuff. And watching them play on Friday, I really don't want any of them. Like None of them looked good enough to become that guy. Well, definitely not Tooney. Oh, man. That performance from him was will have to go down as one of the worst you'd, you'd ever seen, right? I have to say, I'll challenge Aaron's point a little bit there in regards to last year. I think they were, the backfield was more relevant. Like, I bet there would, there'll be many teams that ended up having Juju in the flex spot during bye weeks and he would have just got handed around in the hope that he came right or I don't know I don't think there would have been too many people that carried him for the whole season but yeah like he went through that stage where he scored you know like he scored 17 points and so on but it lasted like three or four weeks and then it and then it just stopped apart from Kels it's just it's not consistent enough for you to you know to be there's plenty there's plenty of other players out there that you know before you go looking at Chiefs players yeah, fair enough. Yep, I I would agree with that. Well, sorry, actually, let me let me correct that. Up until today, there was plenty of other players that you could look at before going to look at Chiefs players. But <laughs> man, wow! Let, let's dive a little bit deeper into that. Um, and, and this is with we haven't mentioned uh, Dobbins gone for the season. I didn't have any. I didn't have any stock in in Dobbins this year in any of my teams. Have you guys? No, because I thought he might blow his Achilles. Like he, he's coming back from an Achilles injury. <laughs> wow. Did wow, you have if... money on him to blow his yeah. Achilles? Like, uh, we, we need to investigate this. Is that... where, where are we heading there with what's happened this, this week? Let's, let's just jump straight into a bit of waiver wire chat. I'm of the mind that I'm not panicking. I've drafted a team. It's week one. I don't think there should be any panic. It depends on your team. Like, yeah. We play in a league with a guy who's probably going to get a win this week, but his running back room is now worth a grand total of 
J.K. Dobbins is gone for the year. Antonio Gibson is just a fumble machine. If you were relying on those two guys as your running back one and two, yeah, I think there is very good reason to panic and lunge at the waiver wire. I would agree with that, yes. But like, if we're talking about a, a situation where, um, I don't know, what, what did Mixon end up with? Like, If you've got any Bengals players, right, you can't be panicking and dumping or, or maybe maybe you do no I, I think i think running backs in general you know mccaffrey 20 24 points it's he ended well got 18 but like derrick henry in our dynasty league on 12 on 12 points i mean my running back room in most of my leagues scored not like not even double i don't think i've got anyone that's got double figures i'm sorry for your loss yeah, yeah. No, no, well, actually, no, you're not, because one of them was to you. But, um, <laughs> like, if you go through, like, like running backs did not score points, you know, or, or lost their points. Seven running backs broke the twenty point mark in full PPR. Wow. The big surprise, the big one was the was the Atlanta running backs, with with both of them going off. You know, both of them getting getting 20 plus points like no one was picking that right yep yeah uh, conditions i think played a, a factor in a few of the games obviously bad weather was right across the the um the country so we obviously saw struggles on the qbs and and that in turn just i mean tough sledding for the wide receiver top of the tree though tyreek hill boy that guy can play a eh? dude he's, he's yeah. a man amongst boys he's yeah. so much better than everyone dude. else we were talking about it off air, and it was like, like he was he was in double coverage, and Tua threw it to him, and he caught it every time. It was like, like dude, it's he's a machine. It's not just that he caught it; he, it wasn't a possession receiver. He caught it, and he went for twenty five, forty five, forty nine. Yeah, like the, those are almost all just worth a touchdown on their own from a running back. Yeah, exactly. It's it's impressive stuff. Tua looking good there for the Dolphins as well. Um, I think for me, I haven't seen it, but if anyone got the stack of Tua and uh, and Hill together, they must be absolutely beaming today. I was saying to to Max earlier that hindsight and all that. Here I was tossing up between Cup and Hill um, with my first round pick, and I uh, and I I ended up with Tua later on, and I'm now sitting here going, man. That's, what could uh, have been? What could have? What could have been? On the other side, top of the tree in the running back stakes is uh, Aaron Jones. Um, oh, I didn't actually get to man. see any of that game, Max. Uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about that. He, I mean, he looked like Aaron Jones of old. I think they they sort of changed the scheme up at halftime because in, in the first half he he was running well, but he wasn't accumulating a heap of points. But in the second half, they started using him in the passing game, and his second touchdown was like a, a 35-yard sort of wheel route that he took to the house on fourth and three. It was really, really, really good to watch. Um, he did pull up with a hamstring about halfway through the third quarter, maybe. Um, so that was really sort of anxiety-inducing. But from what I've read, he's if he if they hadn't been up by 12, 14, 18 points, he would have come back on. So it's a, it's a tweak, not a... Not a 
hamstring strain or something like that. That's good to hear then. Yeah, yeah. So he'll he'll be back. Just on a, on a side note about that game, when you commented that you didn't get to watch it, uh, Mike, I also didn't get to watch it, but I watched the highlights of every other game. So it was on TVNZ, right? They had ev- they had the highlights package for all of the games, all individually wrapped. So amazing, right? Yep. The first one I go to watch is the Packers versus the Bears. I click play. It starts playing. Oh, no. And I'm trying to figure out why Aaron Rodgers is still playing quarterback for the uh, <laughs> for the Green Bay Packers. And they are literally playing a highlights package from last year. <laughs> the rest of the games, the rest of the games were fine. Although the first couple afterwards, I was like, just need to like i'm checking the ticker down the bottom to like check scores and stuff i'm like okay i think that's from today but they 100 percent played the highlights from packers versus bears last year i was like why are they talking about rogers i was like the commentator said his name wrong the the commentator should have said future hall of famer jordan love but he didn't say that he said aaron rogers i was like oh maybe like it's come in weird and like they're just like they've been talking about aaron rogers and then i'm like no, no, that guy's wearing 12, and they keep saying Aaron Rodgers. So, um, yeah, good work there, TVNZ. That's quite, That's good stuff. That is real good stuff. Um, I'm glad you brought up the uh, future Hall of Famer, Jordan Love, because he's currently third highest um, QB uh, for the week. Uh, obviously, one game to go. Uh, all the talk going in was Justin Fields was going to be the, uh, the QB to pick up, that you wanted to pick up. He had a, a great end of season last year. Max, you must be absolutely stoked uh, with that first win for the uh, Packers. I'm wrapped. I was very tongue-in-cheek about Jordan Love heading into the season, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good about Jordan Love beating Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. It's We've got a good team there. And you're going to go pick up Love off the waiver wire? Listen to this. You speak Listen as if I haven't this. already loaded him up. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this. Hey, we've got a great team there. Where was this when you were ranting and raving on the couch uh, a couple of weeks ago? Hey, now we're like, you know what? I uh, I just pity you ever will play in the Super Bowl because uh, I really think we like honestly. Aaron, who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've moved on. We've moved on. Yeah, well, so let's let's jump straight into that if we if we want, Max, if if that's okay with you. Just oh, yeah. talking about the uh, the fancy tragics team. It's a it's a story that will probably be told for most of history. I think we were down to having a one percent chance of winning, one percent chance. I <laughs> screenshotted that just to go. Well, this is this is this is not looking good. Now you screenshotted that because you wanted to throw that at me and Max and say, "Look at what you boys have done. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourselves." That's what you screenshotted that for, and now. Here you come, crawling with your little screenshot, saying, well done, fellas. You got down to 1%, but you turned it around. Well done. That's (laughs) That's what you want to do. Exactly. Dallas Cowboys, um, scoring 40 points for us in uh, in the league, has, in fact, just seriously, just won us the game. Sure, Tyree Kill chipped in with 44.5 points. But, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys defense was was the wins on the day. I like how the fact that we were so bad we were so, so bad that we got 44 points from Tyreek Hill and we got 40 points from the Dallas Cowboys and we've won by point one, point two points. 1.2. 1.2. 
1.2 points like if you if uh if you were the person that we played in our in our shared league you are you are not a happy person right now you'll be spewing right (laughs) there is no way that we deserve to win that game Well, it got off to a bit of a rough start with, obviously, we've got Burrow in the QB position, scoring 3.18, and I was like, well, that's the, that's the week done for us. I, I didn't see any any chance of uh, a comeback there, but, um, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's this is why we love fantasy, right, for these sort of wins. Um, oh, man. The, like, the if, sensation. If you look, at, you look at who we played, right? And his team, his his defense, fifteen points. Uh, his kicker, fourteen points. Like you're like, man, I am having a day with my defense <laughs> and my kicker. Oh my, my wide receiver too got twenty four points. My my running back, my rookie running back got twenty points, and my QB scored twenty eight. I have wrapped this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. put a fork in it. It's done. And then he's logged he's logged back in with the Giants and the Cowboys. <laughs> and he's just like What? What the hell has happened? Oh, it's so good, eh? It's so good. It's nice to be on this side of it. I like to the say. point where oh, we've man, got... if I was if I was in the shoes where my ninety nine percent chance of victory had been scrubbed by a defense, now, no I would I like I have this picture in my head of He's right now just staring mm-hmm. at his computer screen and he's been there for hours. He's just not blinking. He's just not. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's seen that we've had the absolute audacity to drop our kicker so that we don't lose points. <laughs> he's just like, fuck these guys, eh? Like, <laughs> they think they are. <laughs> Uh, with yeah, we're good at fantasy football, mate. We host a podcast. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, That's I'm why... only laughing because if this happened to me, I would not be laughing at all. So I'm going to enjoy th- it a little bit while it happens. But man, do you think we're going to have a special guest on the therapist couch next week, and it'll be that guy? You know, just like, <laughs> hey, uh, just heard that you guys got a podcast. Can can I just join the couch for a moment? Dude, I wouldn't say next week. I'm probably thinking maybe five or six weeks when he's come out of his catatonic coma where he hasn't spoken to anybody for for weeks. He's like he's just mumbling to himself, just just incoherent mumblings. Uh, on a on a slightly more serious note, though, um, should we be worried about other players in our team? Or oh, yes. <laughs> should we just pump? Oh, or should we just pump the pump the brakes on on week one? Right. I I wouldn't be worried about Joe Burrow. I think it, he he was injured yeah, through no. preseason. I mean the the guy is really good at football. If he can't pull it together, then every half the teams in any fantasy league are in trouble in a big way. So I don't think we need to worry about Joe Burrow. Yeah, look, you're probably right. Like our team's not great anyway. So I mean, what's worrying about it going to do? <laughs> You know, like, oh, yep, you're right about Burrow. He'll be, he'll bounce back and he'll be fine. Josh Jacobs was was a disappointment. Besides Burrow, he was, you know, he was our marquee signing over Tyreek Hill. Well, in our running backs, you must have taken Jacobs in the third. Oh, look, who knows where we took him? It was a, it was an absolute <laughs> crapshoot, Mike. It wasn't the third. You know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, the other side is, is if the Cowboys are going to score 40 points every week, who needs a RB1? <laughs> who needs a kicker? Yeah, let's just leave our kicking spot empty. 
Uh, uh, sorry, Max, you were going to say? I, I have, um, and this is also true across a lot of teams, I have some real tight end anxiety. Correct. We've got we've got Dalton Schultz, who put up 2.4 and half PPR. I'm sorry, Aaron, but Houston doesn't look like they've turned a corner. That, uh, that see, no, 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 no. Now, I'll disagree with you slightly there. I think defensively, yes. Offensively, no. I think we're still struggling offensively on the ball. I thought, you know, against a good against a good Ravens team, I thought defensively we 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 were actually okay. We limited, you know, Lamar. Um, we got in his face a lot, um, but offensively we just could not do anything. Yeah, and Dalton Schultz plays on the offense is my concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to confirm that. I mean, oh, no, we, but we, I was more commenting on the fact that you were about to rip into my Texans, and I'm just saying that, you know. No, I, I think it would be ungracious of me to rip into your team when we've got future Hall of Famer Jordan Love and you're having to muddle along with CJ Stroud. It would be, it would be bad form to do that kind of thing. <laughs> to punch down Look, like that? Yeah, that would be yeah. that would be poor. Yeah, don't punch, don't punch down. We do have uh, Jawan Johnson sitting on our bench, and he's ended up with six point six points in the tight end spot. I think we move him into our starting lineup for next week. And, uh, move away. Um, I don't think we need to be panicking on the waiver wire with the tight ends at this stage. Uh, but yeah, that, that that is definitely the biggest concern that I have still. Mike Williams, he's he's ended up with eight point five points, four receptions, forty five yards, um, in what was a fairly high scoring. He spent a chunk of the second half off uh, going through a concussion protocol, though. Okay, so, so he, again, he took a head knock, and I think by the time he came back, there wasn't much time left. I All actually right. think okay. our our main concern should be the fact that we have two Steelers in our team. Um, <sighs> admittedly, they're not starting, but man, and I get. I get that the 49ers defense is, you know, is beast defense. But, man, they, they did not look good. They did not look good. Yeah, and on the other side of the ball for San Fran, they, they fit everyone, right? Ayuk had a big day, yeah. but McCaffrey got his points and um, Purdy, Purdy looked good, right? Mm-hmm. Purdy looked good. Yep. Purdy looked real good. So Purdy. Yeah, but the the problem with having Pickett and Pickens on our bench is that we can't do anything with them, right? <laughs> like they're not trade worthy. Yeah, it's just empty slots, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we we sort of agreed that we're not really going to look for anyone on the waiver wire for our for that team for the the fancy tragic teams this week. I don't know. I think maybe a replacement for Thielen somewhere. Yeah, I I would again. I'd still like to scrape up a good wide receiver if there's one out yeah. there. And by good, I really just mean better than Adam Thielen. Yep. That's not anyone, too much. Anyone but Drake London and T. Higgins, really, at this point. <sighs> T. Higgins, man. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Drake London? Mm-hmm. How does Drake London get no points? How did Drake London catch less passes than the quarterback who was throwing him the ball? It's a valid point. How, how did he how get less happen? points than Kadarius Tony? He does. He did have less points than Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony doesn't have hands, yeah, and no. he has more points. Than Hilarious Kadarius. So Drake London caught less passes than his quarterback because Desmond Ritter threw it to himself more accurately than he threw it to Drake London. 
that's that's a tough week for Drake London. That's a real tough week. We've got one game left in this this week, and it's obviously the Jets versus the Bills. Just in a, a quick overview of your the leagues that you're you're in, is you got something on this game, or your your weeks are, are pretty much done. I have the Jets kicker and and Dalton Kincaid, um, who I need to score a total of four points to win me a game. So yes, I have I have an interest in that game. Also, my boy Breeze Hall might play, so I'll probably probably watch that tomorrow. I have a vested interest in the Bills. I don't have any Bills players, but my dynasty team needs Dalvin Cook and Garrett Wilson to combine for let's say less than 30 points. Ooh. Yeah, it's 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 the Ooh. kind of line that's going to be very tense. Mike, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I do because uh that's uh you're talking about my team there. So, um, I'm feeling confident that I could get those points against you. I if you were it's, confident, it's, you'd say you will get those points. It's well, very funny because I was actually looking at that, and I th- and I when you said it, Max, I thought you needed thirty points, and I was like, no. oh yeah. And then I looked, and I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> and then I saw Mike's eighty-eight, and I was like, I wouldn't be confident about thirty points. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> Mike's situation would affect Garrett Wilson and Delvin Cook, but I'm like, they can't score. He's too far behind. But when I was like, oh, Max will get that easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that does happen though, way. Eh? Like you, you look at your team and you're like, I'm useless. And then you know Tyreek Hill will come out and score forty points, and your Dallas Cowboys will come out and score forty points, and you're like, oh, oh my team's not that bad. It's- yeah, I, okay, okay. Let's not get carried away because our team is terrible. <laughs> Our team is terrible, so please do not paper over the cracks with that one. Well, when you say our team is terrible. Looking at the points, our team may be sitting top of the table yeah. on Wednesday morning. It, it 100% is. The, the Fantasy Tragics team is going to be absolutely top of the table. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we are papering over some massive cracks right now. <laughs> please, please. Look, please look I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to get 40 points a week from the, the Dallas Cowboys. I get that. But Burroughs isn't going to score three points every week either. Well, boy, he better not. We'll be in all sorts of trouble if that's the case. So, yes. Anyway, just about the uh, the Jets and the Bills games. I'm obviously off there, uh, going to the game tonight. I'm absolutely buzzing about it. I'll be sure to send you guys a few photos and uh, videos. Uh, uh, my partner Kelly is wearing her Warriors jersey to the game. So up the Waz. Uh, up the Waz. Have you got a sign? Have you got a big up the Waz sign? No, no, don't actually. So maybe, maybe that could be a bit done. You should do that tomorrow. Uh, but, That's yeah. Sorry, today. We'll do that today. That that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, if you're watching the game, uh, look out for me in the crowd. I'll be uh, I'll be there. You know, waving. Uh, how high? How high up are you? Uh, we're in the three hundreds, so we're in the we're in the top section. Um, mm. But uh, bird's eye view. Yeah, bird's eye view, but not not in the nosebleeds totally. So we're we're pretty cl- low. Oh, look! Lower. It gives you a tactical view of the game. You can. I you think know, they call it all twenty two. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, I can definitely see all twenty-two at one time. Yeah, a hundred percent. But boy, yeah, it's just yeah, absolutely buzzing to be able to go see Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Brees Hall, and Dalvin Cook, and Sauce Gardner, and yeah, like very, very much looking forward to it. I hope it's a good game. If it's anything like what happened at MetLife Stadium last night with the Giants, 
um, and the Cowboys. Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be painful, but I just don't think it is. I think it's going to be. I a can't see how it right? That it's no. two very good teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think there'll be lots and lots of fantasy players out there with invested interest in this game because they'll be they'll have, they'll have stocks on both sides of the sides of the ball. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um, and yeah, I'll get that. Um, I'll get that. Um, Aaron Rodgers jersey signed for you there, Max. I think that was the only thing you wanted, right? So that's it. Yeah, it can go up next to my uh, future Hall of Famer Jordan Love jersey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So good. Love it. Alrighty. Well, um, I reckon the pillar, um, fantasy pillar of the of the week, in light of a historic um, All Blacks loss, the first time that we've ever lost a pool game in the Rugby World Cup, is knowing um, more NFL QBs than starting All Blacks. Yeah. 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 I, I'd go with that. Can I also just, how many terrible records is Ian Foster going to tick up before he, uh, what is he, lost a home series, biggest defeat, and now the first All Blacks coach to lose a pool game in the uh in the World Cup. Well, let's not forget the first loss to Argentina. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who could please? Forget? Please, let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, we've got we've got Namibia next, don't we? So, hey, you know, just don't don't put that pen and paper away. Let's not count our chickens just yet, eh? Um, but the Warriors, the Mighty Warriors, uh, were I thought they played well, but Penrith were too good. Too Penrith are. Uh, were surgical. They did not let the Warriors do anything. And I thought the Warriors played like they have been the last few weeks where, you know, but they needed to be perfect and that didn't happen. Without Sean Johnson, they needed to be absolutely perfect. But I think even with Sean Johnson against the the Panthers, you have to be perfect. A hundred percent. But they weren't able to create any pressure at no point like if if they'd had sean johnson there and they'd been able to put the panthers under a little pressure early in the game but but the panthers were just they, they never stopped being comfortable it felt like anyway up the wires yeah. <laughs> surprisingly didn't see any coverage of the warriors over here That's good. Could, yeah couldn't find any any narrow rhode island doesn't have a big rugby league community yeah surprisingly no no the nrl <laughs> taking two games to vegas next year though wow okay how Mike is a person who you know has spent a bit of time in uh, in America. How do you think Americans will react to to rugby league? Oh, they'll, they'll enjoy it as a spectacle, but they won't get behind it. I think it'll blow their minds the fact that these dudes are running into each other like you know, like a basically like a team full of running backs, but yeah. with no helmets, no. I mean, you know, no rugby, nothing. rugby's pretty big over here. And certain, especially in certain states, so it's not like they haven't, you know, that seen. Yeah, you know, yeah. That rugby and before. rugby and league are a different, different product, now. though. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are different, I guess, in that aspect. It's it's like, like I said, it's basically you've got two teams of thirteen running backs trying to just smash into each other. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. It will be very much, very much. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, thanks again for this week, and let's um, let's, uh, let's go again next week with the Fancy Tragics uh, team to just notch up another one. Yes. <laughs> hey, have fun. Uh, have fun this evening. Look forward to it. <laughs> Give us a wink.